This is the Veritable Veteran Podcast, bringing truth and exposure to the struggles veterans and their families face post-military. Depression. Anger. PTSD. Suicide. Who am I? What do I do now? Hey guys, welcome back. This is the Veritable Veteran Podcast. I'm your host, Evan. And I'm still dealing with a little bit of COVID. So uh, bear with me if my voice sounds a little different. Uh, maybe it's not as sultry as normal. Uh, that may be why. So a little bit sniffly, a little bit congested. Uh, still dealing with a lot of exhaustion, but here I am. So I've been going through some of the, the content I've been posting on social media and <clears throat> different, just looking at uh, different podcast episodes and things, just kind of reviewing the stuff that I've done. And I noticed there seems to be uh, a pattern that makes it seem like I may be encouraging people to not join the military. Or telling people, like, it, it's all bad, it's all hard, uh, it, it's just traumatizing, and then you're going to be stuck with this for the rest of your life, and your life's going to be terrible afterwards, and all this other stuff. And I would like to clear that up um, as much as possible. I don't, I don't feel that way at all. I, I don't feel that joining the military for me was a mistake. I don't feel that it was a bad thing. I don't feel that it was something that I should not have done. If I went back, if given the opportunity to go back in time, I would do it again because it's made me who I am. And I started thinking about that a little bit more and I'm like, man, that's weird because there is trauma from being in the military. There is emotional wounds. There are scars and things that I would not have if I hadn't been in the military. But I still find myself missing the military and not regretting having joined and uh, doing what I did. And that is kind of a, a conundrum to me because it's like, why, why am I still attached, I guess. Maybe it's Stockholm syndrome. Maybe I just developed a a, a relationship with my captors and <laughs> it's just a, a traumatic, a trauma response. I don't know. But I, you know, you talk to other veterans and I, I've talked to, I mean, hundreds and I don't know that I've ever had, well, maybe, maybe, but I, I can't really think of one specifically of, of talking to one that told me that they, if they could go back, they would absolutely not join the military or, you know, they, they regret joining the military or they wouldn't do it again if they, if they had to. And, you know, that's, again, that's odd to me because again, there's a lot of baggage that comes with it. But then, you know, I started, I talked to my wife about it, talked to Lydia a little bit and, you know, and she said, she's like, it's the same reason everybody, the reason 
they would do it again is the same reasons they miss it for the camaraderie, for the experiences, uh, for all the good times. And I was, you know, I was like, yeah, that, that makes perfect sense because there's so many, oh man, there's so many benefits. Like, and I'm not talking about just monetarily. Like when I joined, you know, the Marine Corps right out of high school, um, excuse me, I thought I was pretty tough. I thought that I was, uh, you know, I was, I was, I was the bee's knees as they say. And I got, I got put in my place pretty quick in boot camp. obviously. I mean, everybody does, but I, my personal experience, it was a wake up call. I was like, man, I have, uh, again, I, I lived, I didn't live a sheltered life, but I did live a different life. I didn't go to a public school. I went to a private school. Um, I had a very good home life. Thankfully, I was very blessed to have both my parents at home, went to church, you know, on Sundays and Wednesdays. And it wasn't something that was beaten into me, but it was made a priority in my life. And it still is. It, it just, I was a little bit different than most of the people that went to boot camp. And being there really, one, uh, knocked me down in a good way. It made me more humble, realized I had a lot that I could improve on. And two, it opened my eyes to the, the world and in, in a lot of ways. I mean, it just showed me that there's a lot of different people out there and <clears throat> everybody brings something to the table. Even the weird kids that, you know, <laughs> that are in the corner <laughs> doing whatever they do. Uh, but I mean, everybody's got something they can bring and they can contribute. And that was one thing that, that I, I feel my parents did a very good job instilling in me was not being judgmental and showing a lot of grace to people and realizing everyone has value and realizing everyone can contribute if they choose to in some way. Some people can contribute more. Some people are better at certain things than others. I mean, that's, that's obvious. Everybody's got talents and skills that they're good at and other things they're not good at, you know, but it, my parents really did a good job instilling that in me. And when I got to boot camp, you see these guys that a lot of people are like, man, this dude's just a turd. He's worthless. He's not good at anything. And I'm like, I see where you're coming from, but he's, he's a human being and he has worth and value. And so that was, um, it was just interesting. It just opened my eyes a lot to all the different types of people, what they can contribute, how they contribute. Uh, it also, it pushed me, uh, to my limits mentally. And I mean, physically, yes, I feel like boot camp is more of a mental, uh, I don't even know. It's more mentally difficult than physically. Uh, and it, so it, to me, it was, it was physically difficult, but everybody's like, oh, it's just, you're, you do like 10 million pushups and you're always PTing and all this other stuff. We didn't have a lot. We did a lot of PT, but it was, we had way more time just being mentally screwed with by the drill instructors and the other instructors and just having to work through my own mental junk of missing home, not wanting to be there wanting to quit, wanting to just give up. And I mean, it's 24 hours a day for 13 weeks 
of just getting your mind screwed over every day in in every way possible. And they do that on purpose and they do a very good job of it. And that's one of the benefits of having gone to boot camp and joining the military is I have, I, I went through that. I went through it and I came out the other side and it, it was like, okay, I can do that. I can make it through 13 weeks of hell. And I, you know, I came out the other side and I was a better person for it. Were there things that happened that I didn't like? Yeah, of course. Do I ever want to go back? No, I don't want to go back. It was miserable. Do I regret it though? No, I don't regret it at all because it made me a better person. So then you move on to different aspects of the military, going to different schools, going to your units. I mean, you have bad experiences, no matter where you go, whether even if you're not in the military, you're going to have bad experiences with people and leadership and whoever. If you deal with people, you're going to have bad experiences. There's going to be bad people. So I learned pretty early on, you can always learn something from everyone whether that's good or bad depends on that person, but there's always something you can learn from them, either how to do something or how to not do something. Either way, there's still something you can learn and something you can glean from that and take it with you. And the 11 years that I spent in the military, every interaction I had with someone, whether I intentionally focused on this or not, I took something from it, whether it was good or whether it was, or or was bad, something was imprinted on me by that person. And again, a lot of times it was, Hey, don't treat people that way. Don't do things that way. Don't be like that guy. Uh, That's a perfect example of what not to be, who not to be and how not to act. But There's also a lot of experiences that I learned of, you know, yes, that be like that person. There's a reason they all like that guy. There's a reason that guy's in that leadership position. And it's not just because he's been in the military for a while and he never got in trouble and he just got promoted like it is with some people. Some people actually earn those positions and they are very good and they are suited for those positions very well. So the experience of being in the military looking back had a a lot, I would say a lot more positive impact on my life than negative. And I feel like, and, and I could be wrong, but I feel like most veterans would say that because I met some of the best people I've ever met in my life. I had some of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. I've learned more during my time in the military than I've learned anywhere else. Uh, And I feel like it's prepared me for this world in a different way and in a better way than just being, just going straight into the civilian workforce or going to school would have for me. I, you know, and again, I can't speak for everybody, but I feel like a lot of veterans would probably say the same thing that the good outweighs the bad. And if you have a heads up as to what bad can happen, then it makes it that much better. And that's what I'm trying to do is give people that heads up. Like, hey, like when you 
I'm not telling you not to join the military. I joined the military. I loved it. Would absolutely do it again because of all of the benefits that I got from it. And not just, you know, school and, uh, you know, monetary benefits and health care benefits, things like that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just intrinsic character development. And that that's what I got from the military the most was just developing character and developing who I am as a man. So I would never encourage somebody to not join the military. I don't want to encourage someone to join the military. I would say, this is my experience. I had a very good experience as far as what I got out of it. Did I have bad experiences? Yes. Did I have traumatic events happen to me that left permanent scars and permanent disabilities in my life that I have to work through? Yes, absolutely. But man, I just, looking back on all the the positives, excuse me, there's just so much that I can put in the positive column that, you know, I wouldn't have had I not joined the military, had I not enlisted and just, you know, raised my right hand and took the oath. And so I, I don't regret that. Um, I know one thing that a lot of people have struggled with, um, and I know I have, is the aspect of being lied to by the military and by the government <clears throat> about why we were in certain places and being misled about what we were doing. And that causing a lot of mental turmoil and a lot of people saying, well, I would never let my kids join the military because we were lied to and you know, we were puppets and, you know, and this is a touchy subject and I don't want to get into the, the political stuff right now. What I'm, what I'm saying is I understand that um, and I believe there are things that the U.S. military has done over the last 20 years. I mean, uh, let, let's be honest, for a long time, that were probably uh, less than kosher. And I know that plays into a lot of veterans' mental distress, is they think, why were we there? What were we actually doing? Especially when you look at the war on terror. And... The more I mature and grow up and study history and study, you know, even just recent history, the last 20, 30 years, I start to realize that things were not the way I thought they were when I was 15, 16, 17, 18 years old. When I joined the military, my outlook on America, my outlook on the government, my outlook on the military was a lot different. And I know that's the case for a lot of other men and women that have served in the military, once they got out, they realized, wow, that was not what I thought it was or what it was going to be. And reconciling that with the positives of character development and experiences and maturity and growth, it can be hard. And I know that I have struggled with it and I know a lot of other veterans have struggled with it too because I hear it a lot about them wondering 
should I have ever even, should we have ever even been there? Should we have ever been doing those things? And I feel that it comes down to every person making their own decision and standing there and saying, what is best for me and my life when I go to make this decision? If you're single, I mean, it's what's best for you. What are you wanting to do with your life? Will this help you? Will this hinder you? Will this, you know, make things easier? Will it make things harder? If you're married, you got to look at, is this what's best for my family? What's best for my spouse? What's best for my kids? You know, so there's a lot of things that go into that. And I can't sit here and tell you yes or no, you should or shouldn't join the military. I can't do that. Nobody can. Don't let anybody tell you that. It's completely up to you. And if you are a Christian like I am, you have to weigh the option you know, or weigh, take into consideration what God wants you to do. And I know that that gets convoluted. Like, well, is this the right path for my life? I, if you're serving God, you're on the right path. You can do anything in this world that is legal, obviously. But I'm saying you can be anything. You can have any career, any job, and still serve God. So that's not necessarily, you know, you're like, well, I don't know if God wants me to join the military. If he's calling you to, he, yeah. If you feel led to because he is, you know, that's something that you're just skilled at and you're gifted at that kind of lifestyle, then go for it. And, you know, it's not a lifetime commitment either. You can do four years and get out. And you may, you know, after those four years, you're like, man, I wouldn't do that again. But I still, I guarantee you, you're going to have, you're going to be a different person, a better person for it. Because regardless of whether or not everything was positive, you can still take things from that and apply it to your life and use it in a good way. So I'm, I'm not trying to ramble too much about, you know, the military and reconciling, you know, should you or should you shouldn't join the military or what I'm trying to say is just how I've felt because I have felt that before. I have felt that confusing. Why do I not hate the military for like the trauma that I've experienced? And why am I like in my mind thinking if I could go back, I would do it again. Uh, it's just weird. It's, it's weird to be on both sides of that, you know, like all these bad things happened. And then, uh, I'm dealing with losing a part of myself once I left, but I didn't want to stay because I was too tired to stay. And I was just overwhelmed and overworked and underpaid. And, you know, I just didn't want to be there anymore. It was time to move on. And yet I miss it. And that it's just, it's an odd place to be. And you're kind of stuck Again, it's like it's like an abusive relationship. And I hate saying this. I'm not making light of abusive relationships in any way. What I'm saying is when you look at abusive relationships, people have a hard time leaving. Because there's, regardless of how bad the situation is, there's still a relationship and there's still stability there. If the predictability is just like inconsistency and unpredictability, it's still predictable. And it's still, it's still stable, which sounds odd, but I see it in my work almost every day. And I, it's like, 
and again, I'm, I'm not saying the military is an abusive partner and you shouldn't, you know, you should look at them that way and just try to escape. But I'm not saying that at all. But it's kind of like that mentally as far as leaving and then realizing, oh, man, I really actually missed that. Because, you, you know, you think you know, when you're in the situation, you think about all the bad stuff. And then when you leave, all of a sudden you realize, oh, there was all this good stuff, too. So all that <laughs> kind of rambling uh, I hope it wasn't just rambling. I hope it was a coherent message. But all that to say, I personally got more positive out of my time in the military than I got negative. And I would do it again. And would I do some things differently if I had the option? Yeah, heck yeah. Uh, but I can't do that. And that's not going to change. And I have to... I have to be able to move past that and say, okay, hey, I did what I did. I went through what I went through. I experienced what I experienced. I played the hand I was dealt. And here I am. And I still have days where I wish I could have done more. I could have deployed more. I would have seen more combat or I would have seen more, uh, like done more good things. Um, been involved in more things, things like that. But I have to remind myself that wasn't in the cards. That wasn't, that wasn't my destiny. That wasn't my calling. God didn't have that in the works for me. And it's frustrating, but I have to sit there and tell myself that everyone goes through that because not, no one gets to do everything. No one gets to be everything. I mean, you, you try and do what you want. You get as close as you can. You do your best wherever you are. And, you know, there's guys that have joined the military and never, never even deployed. That's all they wanted to do is deploy and see combat. And they never even got to deploy. You think they regret joining the military and they're, they're mad about it? I don't think they do. I think they're upset that they didn't get to. And I know that plagues their mind because it plagued mine for a while. And I, I know that it would bother me if I hadn't been able to be deployed. I just have different things that bother me now. But anyway, I know that would bother me. Um, and I have to just remind myself, you did what you were asked to do. You did what you were asked. You did what you were told. You played the hand you were dealt. And here you are. So joining the military was good for me. Very good for my character and moral development. Um, I do not regret it at all. Uh, so and other, again, I just, I think it's, I'm still even, as, as I'm saying this, I'm sitting here thinking, it's just odd that you have this love-hate relationship with this organization that, I mean, you got to do, I, I got to do so many things and go so many places and see so many people and, you know, just experience such a wide array of things that most people would never even imagine experiencing. And I think that's just really neat. So if you're ever confused as to why you think like it's just it's odd that you're not 
hating the military or someone asks you like, well, why would you do it again if you hate it or if you're, if you're so messed up from it? Why would you ever do it again? Or why would you, uh, why would you still say that you loved it even though you talk about how hard it was and all this other stuff? You can tell them because there's a lot more to it than just the bad stuff. And the good outweighed the bad. At least for me. And you can tell them whatever. You just be honest with them. If they're if you're trying to explain to them, you know, why you miss it or why you don't regret it. Because a lot of people I've talked to, even, you know, recently, they're like, don't you regret, like, going over there? Don't you, you know, don't you think it was wrong? Don't you? And I'm like, well, I mean, I don't think it was wrong necessarily. And then you get into all that. But you can also just look at them and say, hey, I didn't make the decision to send me over there. That decision was made for me. Um, I went and did what I was asked to do. I don't feel that I did anything illegal or immoral or uh, evil. I, I didn't. I know I didn't. And do I agree with everything the military stands for? Absolutely not. I don't agree with everything anybody stands for, generally, except for you know, Jesus, but other than that, you, <laughs> I'm going to disagree with you on something. So you can tell people like, well, yeah, I mean, there were still good things about it. And there was still an, like an amazing assortment of people that I met that I miss. And I miss the camaraderie and the, the stability and just the, the chaos. Sometimes I just miss that. Sometimes I miss the chaos and just the excitement of it all. So yeah, I may miss it. And yeah, I have, yeah, I miss it. I'm not afraid to say that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it was awesome. And I left because it was time to put my family first. And, you know, I would have stayed if I could. It just, it wasn't in the cards for me to stay any longer. So I think a lot of, a lot of people that uh, they, they question veterans feelings on that. It, it, you know, you, you talk to them in, from this perspective, be like, yeah, there's things that I didn't agree with, but there was so much that I learned and gained and have salvaged from that time that there's no way I would go back and remove that from my life. Like you talk to people that have been through like absolutely horrific experiences and I don't want to get into anything you know specific, but I'm saying just horrific stuff. And later in life, people ask them like, and it's almost, it's like this morbid curiosity. Like, do you wish this hadn't happened to you? And a lot of people, I mean, they're like, well, of course I wish it didn't happen to me because it was terrible. It was traumatic. It was awful. It was, it was horrible. But at the same time, you can see them and, and they'll leave. A lot of them will even say, but if it didn't happen to me, I wouldn't be who I am today. And it's so powerful to sit there and look at somebody who's been through absolute hell and hear them say, I would not change it. I would not take it away or take it, erase it from my life or from the, the story of my life. Like, here's the story of your life. Here's an eraser. You can take out any part of this story you don't want. Okay. But if I erase this part, what happens to this part back here? Well, that part back here goes away because it, you wouldn't have all the, the growth and the intermeaning or inter whatever the, the, the stuff that happened in between there. And it's like, well, I don't want to lose that. That's who I am. I like who I am. There's parts of me that I don't like. And there's things that I do and don't do that I absolutely hate. But 
I like the person that I'm becoming healing through this because I'm a better person because of it. So I hope that helps kind of just describe that weird kind of, I hate the military, but I love it. You know, I, I love it. And I, I, there are things about it that I hate and that I hated and that I still hate, uh, but there's still definitely a love and an affection there and an, you know, just a, a draw to it, you know, because of the good that I got out of it. So if you're feeling that, don't feel weird because uh, I'm definitely, I've been feeling it too. And I know a lot of other guys that I've talked to, guys, girls have said the same thing. Like they, it, that's part of who they are and they would not change it uh, for the world. Uh, as far as, you know, my kids joining the military, I'm going to tell them the, the cold, hard truth. And I'm going to let them decide. Uh, I'm going to tell them, this is what I experienced. This is what you can expect to experience, at least in some ways. Your experience will be different than mine. 100% guaranteed, you will not have the same experience I had. Um, and it's up to you. You can take a lot of good out of it. You're going to deal with a lot of crap. But I'm a better person because of what I did. And, you know what I went through. So that's the advice that I'll give to people. Um, and you know, people who are thinking about joining and anybody who has served their time and gotten out and is sitting there thinking, why do I feel this way? You're not the only one. <laughs> There's a lot. I think everybody else has that, that love hate relationship with their military service. So again, you're not the only one. And I say this all the time. Everybody, everyone thinks they're alone in their feelings. You're not. I promise you, you're not. If you're feeling it, somebody else is feeling it, and somebody else has already felt it and worked through it. So the more we talk about it, the more we just bring it to light and say, hey, I'm feeling this way. Is anybody else feeling this way? And you, you'll, you'll realize very quickly you are not the only one. So I hope this helps. There's just a little bit of some thoughts on this. Uh, well, it's Friday night, so on this Friday and I hope the weekend goes well for you guys. Hope you guys stay well and don't get sick like me. I've been down hard, so thankfully I think I'm on the the upswing. We'll see. I'm still taking it easy, but uh, man, I just I, I've I've loved watching the page on Facebook and you know the page on Instagram grow. the The podcast is growing, and I love you guys. I hope you guys can share this with uh, with your friends and your family. And I really hope it's helping. If it is, um, please just, you know, I love hearing from you guys. So shoot me a message, send me an email. If you want to hear something or you want to hear me talk about something or just ask me a question, send me an email or send me a message and I'll get to it and I'll answer it. And uh, we'll, we'll get the conversation started, you know, wherever you guys want it to go as well. All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I'll see you next time. And I hope you guys have a great weekend. Love you guys. Hey guys, quick reminder, if you enjoyed the episode today, don't forget to like and subscribe. Also, go to whatever platform you listen to these podcasts on and leave a review. That's the best way to help us out. Uh, it gets a lot more traffic to us. So again, if you liked it, like, subscribe, and uh, leave a review. All right, love you guys.